Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. Hello, listeners. Good day. Today on the Be Seen, Beloved podcast, we meet Joel Cleland. Joel serves as Centrix Group's Chief Executive Officer. He is the CEO. With over 20 years of diverse experience, Joel brings an impressive track record of leadership in various industries and capacities, including finance, education, and the nonprofit philanthropic sector. Prior to joining the Centric team, Joel built and led a successful sales, marketing, and distribution agency at World Financial Group. He additionally serves as a board of director or board, board chair for Project Boone, which is a nonprofit based in Southern California. And Joe initially discovered Centric as an independent investor, introducing a unique perspective to the executive team. Joel emphasizes investor education and engagement, strategic partnerships, and market cap growth. But life wasn't always a, a smooth ride up to the mountaintop for Joel. And he's here to tell us all about it. So let's welcome Joel, my friend and my biggest supporter, to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hey, Joel. Hi, Christy. Oh, I am so happy you are here. Me too. I am excited to hear your story and see how that can definitely impact our listeners because you are doing some great, great, amazing things. And that's what we were just talking about before we joined, actually, is I've seen Joel just like transform overnight, which it seems, but this was many, many years in the making. So Joel, let's start with your journey. Where did you, st- where did you grow up? Where'd you come from and how did all this start? I grew up in a little town called Placentia about 15 minutes away from Disneyland in Southern California, riding my bike up and down the streets of Orange County to the beach and back. And I was in marching band. I've always been in community service. And I think that during my formative years, being involved in service made a huge impact on me. Okay. And that was service as far as help with your school or nonprofits? Finding ways to give back. Yes. To find ways to give back. So you started at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. probably probably my probably eighth grade, freshman year of high school. So giving back has been in your blood. Now, were your parents like this or? They've always been other oriented. We, I, I met up with my folks. They're both still alive a couple of weeks ago. And they brought up that fact that we had dozens of people come through our home over many, many years. Some people would stay for a night. Some people would stay for a year and a half. Mm. And 
just kind of having that open heart. Not everybody's called to to host people as they're going through their own lives, but my family was very open that way. And I, I think that was a good that was a good education for me. Right. It's great on to how see that. on how to how to give back and how to take care of others, how to be understanding, empathetic, and compassionate. Right. And a lot of people don't have that opportunity to see that. I remember when I was growing up, my grandmother, she fed hundreds of people. I mean, granddad would bring home the bacon, go hunt coon. <laughs> she cook it up and there was not a, a hungry mouth in the whole neighborhood. Actually, many neighborhoods. They know they can always go to her house to eat. And most recently, I uh, realized that her sister who created a foundation called, oh, geez, don't get me to thinking. Uh, I'll think about it. But Children's Crusade, it's a Children's Crusade where she fed. And as a young child, I went to go visit my aunt, didn't know anything. All I knew is that I had to go to the basement and get food to feed these children. But I didn't know that what an impact is made over the years of this movement that started many, many years ago. And so it sounds like you were raised kind of the same way and it just stuck with you. And now you're doing it on a much bigger scale. Now we have social media. Correct. And so we can really see your progress and the things that you're doing. Now uh, explain what this product Boone is all about. Of course. And I had an amazing opportunity to serve the Project Boone community for a little over eight years. I actually just recently stepped down from my position as board chair. Uh, but I'm still serving on the board. And why am I so passionate about Project Boone? And what is Boone? The word Boone is actually a Thai word. I don't know if you knew that, but it comes it comes from a Thai word. And the, the word means the merit one receives for doing good work. Hmm. And sometimes people call that like a high or feeling elated when you give back. You feel warmer when you give someone a blanket or a jacket, that kind of a thing. But but we've been creating Boone since 2011, and actually Thanksgiving, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks from today, we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary with that large, large, basically an activity called Eat and Be Well. And so oh. there, it's, a, it's an event where we feed people the day before Thanksgiving, so the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We're also going to be giving groceries out this year, so hot meal, groceries. And then because we're kind of starting to come out of the pandemic and and we have some protocols in place, we're able to have a community closet, free haircuts, free dental exams, and a number of other services that are going to be provided to the people in the community. But we'll probably have probably probably around one to 2,000 attendees. Wow. And this is, this is a great event, Eat and Be Well, because it's not just open to people who are in need. It's open to everyone in the community. So everyone comes, everyone's able to, to break bread together. And um, it's actually an opportunity for people who maybe aren't as connected as they need to be to network. And they can, they can, get, they can get connections through the Eat and Be Well program. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that is volunteer work, planetary work is a great way to meet other people because like-minded people who have a big heart Mm -hmm. to give and help others. And that's a great place to be for sure. Now, over the years, how did Project Boone grow? How did it develop? Develop, yes. Right. So it developed from an idea about 15 or 16 years ago, uh, our co-founder and executive director, Christopher Sahanik, he was on a, on a retreat. It was actually a spiritual retreat. And the facilitator came up with that term boom. 
And he thought at that time, boom, boom, what does, what is that? That, that, that means something, I think. <laughs> and so he, he wrote it down. He, he purchased the domain name project boon.org. And this is before this was an organization or anything. He just thought it was something important and, and that it was going to be something. But he and his, he and his wife, Anna Karina, they're serial entrepreneurs. They own a number of businesses, they're restaurateurs, as well as marketing experts. And they, when they came together in business, they, they thought to themselves, how can we start giving back? And that's, that's when Project Boon was, was truly born. It was born in 2011 around finding ways to help with food insecurity. And that's really what it was. It's, it's helping to solve food insecurity on a, on a local level, but then being able to provide support to people all over the world. We actually do work in a couple of other countries. Since the pandemic, it's, it's, it's been challenging for us to get like into Mexico, for instance, or to Haiti. But, but the work we're doing here is amazing. And I, I believe that Project Boone is kind of like a catalyst to other work. Whereas a lot of nonprofits are looking to gain grants and things of that nature, we have a lot of private money flowing into Project Boone. Mm-hmm. And we have other foundations that give to Project Boone as well. Just to highlight one of them, it's a Fontana Foundation of Hope. And Fontana Foundation of Hope actually helps support the Eat and Be Well event every single year. And a couple of years ago, they helped us buy a truck. So we're very happy, happy with the foundation. Very much needed, I'm sure. I'm yes, sure. it was. And that was definitely, <laughs> definitely one question. I, was now, I think we ask. need another truck, actually. Maybe oh, <laughs> anyone has a truck? <laughs> Please donate that to Joel at Project Boone. <laughs> But Very anyway, so so we're doing it. we're doing a lot of work. I I I felt so good to be able to step down in June from my position as board chair, and I'll tell you why. A lot of times people think, oh, that must have been hard for you. I said, no, it wasn't, because the people we have that have joined the organization just in the last one to two years are amazing individuals mm. that are that are as hardworking as I am, if not more so. And so I I have a lot of peace of mind around that decision to step down as board chair and still be involved as a volunteer, as a member of the board, but just being able to feel free to continue my adventure, which is this life. Absolutely. That is great. Now that when you stepped down to pro, from product Boone a little bit, you made another transition to Centric Group. Now <laughs> explain what Centric Group is all about. I've been seeing you on social media, kind of learning here and there, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit here and there, but really wanted to pick your brain is what is this company about and how can it help other people to, I guess, to ex- create wealth, right? Sure. Of course. Of course. Project Boone was the nonprofit space. I, I could say centric is the nonprofit space, but it's not really. It's like if we look at Centric Foundation, what Centric Foundation is, is Centric Foundation is an organization that's committed to the global adoption of Centric as a global currency. And Centric is in the digital asset space. There's about 12,000 or so digital currencies or cryptocurrencies globally. Yeah, we're not a trading group. We're not a brokerage that's trying to sell you something. We're a we're an organization that's promoting one digital currency, and that happens to be Centric. Yeah, why did why did I get so enamored with Centric? I guess that's a really good question. Yes. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, actually about three years ago, I met the former CEO of Centric, 
an amazing individual, full of life. And he told me about Centric and I was amazed. I thought, wow, this is something I need to learn more about. And I eventually became an investor in Centric. And that perspective kind of led me to connect with the team. And and after a number of conversations, I ended up coming aboard as CEO. And why did the other gentleman step down? He had a he had a horrible accident, unfortunately. Okay. But he's a, he's he's alive. He's 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 alive and well. But I, you know, I'm trying to fill the shoes as best as I can. And I'm passionate about Centric, not just as an investor, but because of what they're trying to do. And it's it's pretty amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. back up a little bit and sure. speak in layman terms for those sure. who are not quite understanding. Okay. So Centric is like one currency. You're saying mm-hmm. one digital currency. Right. Explain what that is. Is right. that like to dollars, like sure. dollars okay. of currency? Yep. Perfect. Cryptocurrency, Perfect. Bitcoin. There you go. So per, you're, you're, in the, you're in the right universe. Okay. <laughs> so what, what, what I would say to that, Christy, is Bitcoin actually is, they, the Bitcoin blockchain actually had a birthday this last month. The rollout of the, the Bitcoin blockchain was in October. And then Bitcoin actually itself as a digital currency is celebrating, I think it's celebrating 12 years now. Yeah, because they rolled out in January of 2009. It'll be 13 years in January. But what differentiates, we'll say Bitcoin from the US dollar and then Bitcoin from every other digital currency, including Centric? I guess that's probably a good place to start. Is people have been transacting in things that they call money for thousands of years. Yes. Mm -hmm. And for about a thousand years, governments have been giving their citizens fiat currency to transact in for goods and services. We have fiat in the United States. It's been full fiat since 1971 when we went off the gold standard. Any money that is backed by some commodity is considered commodity money. If it's not backed by anything like that, then it's considered fiat money. And if If digital currency or cryptocurrency is backed by anything, it's backed by the value people place upon it, as well as mathematics and engineering and technology and all of those types of things. And true trust, which is trust between two parties. With fiat money, we have what's called the trustless era. And what does that mean? That means we don't have to trust the person on the other side because we trust a bank or a government that's in between. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. In the digital era, what's happening is what's being built is that there's not a need for a third party intermediary anymore because people who use the digital asset space, I say, I, you know, like Christy has, has a digital wallet on her end. She's going to send me digital money. I'm going to accept that digital money. And there's no banks and there's There's no no need for a bank. And that's, and so that, that creates some, some other questions. Yes. And so you're not um, buying with yeah. that type of money. You can't go buy a shirt right. at the store with that kind of money. Well, it it's, depends. It depends. You, you can. I you mean, can. Yes, you can. And there, you know, that brings up cryptocurrency payment gateways, which I'll get into in a se- in a second, and cryptocurrency credit cards, which are basically like a Visa or Mastercard that are tied to cryptocurrency as opposed to fiat money. And uh, we haven't gotten into that yet at Centric. We may if 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 things because we're we're not we're not super hip to the credit card industry because it's it's done a lot of good and a lot of bad and you know debt mm-hmm. so so but we have fully utilized cryptocurrency payment gateways and what is that what is that and what makes it different from a cryptocurrency credit card 
So the cryptocurrency payment gateways is just another way for customers to transact business, but they are using crypto as opposed to fiat. So fiat dollars being like the US dollar, for instance. So they can use like A, B, or C cryptocurrency if it's connected to a cryptocurrency payment gateway. And then a company like Amazon or Walmart can accept cryptocurrency, but then Amazon and Walmart don't need to hold the cryptocurrency because of its volatility. They can go right back into the US dollar through the payment gateway. Does that make sense? So complicated, but beneficial. Yes. Yeah. So basically, because most people who run businesses, you're in business, I'm in business. We know a lot of people who are in business. Mm -hmm. We want to get paid for our goods and services. Otherwise, we can't be in business anymore. (laughs) We got to be sustainable. (laughs) But the thing is, is in most cases, unless we've got some kind of strange conflict of interest, we want all the customers to flow to us, or at least all the ones that want to do business with us. And we want to, what we want to do in this new digital age, you know, if we started with, you know, if the digital age truly started with the internet, now we're at like the blockchain cryptocurrency, you know, chapter, if you will, of the digital Mm -hmm. age, this is just another step in that direction where people who prefer digital, you know, they, this is just another option for them. And cryptocurrency is really the currency of this new digital era. Bitcoin being the Bitcoin being one of them and Bitcoin being the most successful as far as adoption is concerned. But is it the only one? No, there are thousands. And was it the first? No, there was a few before it. But, you know, obviously Bitcoin has gotten the most adoption so far. Right. Now, what centric do you have like a sales team? Do people sell these or just more people, more investors who invest in your commodity? We do have a sales team, but it's more the second with regard to people using and accessing and buying centric. We're fully what's called decentralized, which is kind of a buzzword, Mm -hmm. meaning that we're not centralized like like a bank or a centralized cryptocurrency exchange or stock exchange. So we're totally independent. The, The protocol has been fully deployed since February of 2020 in its current form. And for users, we call them users, but people who are centric futurists or centric bullish, if you will, Mm -hmm. they can go get their centric tokens from one of the exchanges that we're currently trading on. And so we're not selling anything to them in that regard. What our sales team does is our sales team helps bring in companies that want to use our tokens for their businesses. Oh, gotcha. So like if they have a, they, if they have some kind of an integration where, you know, hey, we're, we're not just going to accept our local currency in this country, this country, and this country, we'd also like to accept a cryptocurrency and we'd like Centric to be that cryptocurrency because we like, we like the way you guys are doing crypto. Gotcha. Does that make now, sense? How is, how is crypto different than Forex? I, I did okay. Forex training yeah, a long well, time Forex ago. Forex is foreign, foreign exchange or for, foreign currency. Right. So, so yeah. So Forex is trading in, sometimes it's fiat currency, sometimes it's commodity currencies, but it's, it's currencies from companies, from countries. Countries, countries. Yeah, Mm -hmm. correct. So what cryptocurrency is, is it's, it kind of sits outside of that Mm. because, because most currencies are connected to either central banks or they have some kind of a regulatory process where there's a monetary policy that's put in place by a government. Cryptocurrency is sits in a world outside that. The big thing that came out with with Bitcoin and Bitcoin's white paper, which is basically you know nine or ten pages, I can't remember how long it is. I'm sure people will put in the comments how long the the white paper is. <laughs> but, 
But basically what the big thing that came out was that this was going to be peer-to-peer money, P2P money. And instead of it being money the way we've done it for about a thousand years or so, where there's somebody in the middle or for a couple of thousand years with some trusted third party, this is before like banks and, and more fees banks. and more fees. Right, and- right. And what happens in, in, in the merchant exchange? They have to pass that, that cost along to the customers. Otherwise, they run out of it. They go out of business. And so, so what's, I don't think it's as efficient as it needs to be yet in the cryptocurrency space. There's still some evolution that's taking place. Mm-hmm. But best case scenario is goods and services are going to cost less in the future on the crypto side than in the traditional money space. I can certainly see that. Wow. But we're not quite there yet. But where we are is that people can transact in it and have been able to for a while. Awesome. And the money grows. I mean, they're able to invest. Yeah, well, it grows and sometimes people take losses too. Right. That's the other part of it. So I always say there's two types of cryptocurrencies. There's Bitcoin and Ethereum, Centric Swap, which is our traded token, and all the other cryptocurrencies that are valued based on the market. So they go up and down just like regular stocks would. And then there's stable coins and stable coins are basically like electronic dollars. Somebody deposits a dollar in an account and then they issue an electronic dollar or a stable coin, or they have other cryptocurrencies that or other dollar equivalents that are backing those electronic dollars. But the thing is, is stable coins really aren't that interesting. Because <laughs> they're not going to go up. They're just going to be right. whatever the, whatever the right. current current value is or mm-hmm. dollar is. That's why people are so excited about crypto, because there's a potential for upside. There's also the potential for downside. And so what we've done at Centric was we've said, well, you know what? We like both of these. Let's try to create a hybrid. And at Centric, we created a hybrid between the stablecoin model and the traditional cryptocurrency model. Oh, that's enticing. And who manages all of this? Because I remember I used to manage those <laughs> right, they call it those stocks and and right all yeah, night the, long, right. all night long. The one thing that we always say is do your own research because in this digital asset era, there are people you can pay to kind Ooh. of keep keep your eyes on your stuff. But yes, but you really should be your own bank, be your own best advocate, and learn learn this stuff if you're going to trade it. That's true. That's a- so, yeah. So I always say that I, I don't give financial advice, tax advice or investment advice, but I ask people, you know, I, I'm, I come from the education world and the finance world. I think people should be educated on their money because the whole world is severely undereducated on finance and you're your own best advocate. Well, so, so be brought- that advocate. Business statistics to a whole new level today, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think I took business statistics for 104 right on. or something. <laughs> well, Christy, if you Still ever have learning. a panel, if you ever have a panel you'd like me to sit on, I'd be happy to sit on that panel. That's funny. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Joe, for that. And just I just commend you for all the work that you're doing. And it's just always progressing and getting better and better and better. And you're a person that doesn't stay stagnant or stuck in anything. No, man. Because you know, there's more people to help around this world. And again, I That's what honor you to. for that. Yes. Thank you. Because there are people who need you. Well, before we go, I would love for you to share with our listeners three tips, three tips in one area that you think is more, is most beneficial for them to actually grow in the area that you see is important. I'd be happy to. A lot of times people, they they look at what can be done in a year and they're kind of thinking, oh, I can do a lot more in this year than 
than is po- possibly realistic. But then they they kind of don't really look at what could be done in five or 10 years with consistent focus and work. And so the first one would be have a set schedule and, or at least have certain items in your schedule that don't change mm. and remain con- consistent, whatever those are, as long as they're helping move you forward. Give us an example of that. So maybe, maybe it's your sleep schedule. Hmm. Maybe it's, it's how many times you go to the gym during the week. Maybe it's, if you're a person of faith, maybe it's certain things you do during the day or throughout the week that remain the same and they keep you centered. Awesome. And then the second one would be hydrate Mm. more water. A lot of times, there you go. (laughs) Most people, when they think they're hungry, they're really dehydrated. So eat right, but also hydrate correctly. And when you're tired, take a nap, take a day off. Just don't take your life off. Right. Right. You're tired because you're hustling. You're making things happen in your life for your family, for other people, for your community, for our world. And you're tired. Take a break. But that never is stop. So important. That is so, so very important. And don't feel hard on yourself. Be hard on yourself for, for taking a little break. Nope. Wow. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all important. But that one right there is one that I'm learning right now. It's just be, every day. Be okay with <laughs> Taking a break. If, if cut I've, yourself some slack. Yeah, if I've I've gone gun ho all week and by Thursday or Friday, I'm just like, oh wow, I can't go anymore. Okay, well, let me it's a day to relax today. Let's go exactly. enjoy the sunshine, take a walk there you and go. a nap and maybe watch a movie. Right? Exactly. And be kind to yourself. Okay, so this last one is don't give up before the miracles happen. Ooh. And let me explain that. Stay committed to your dreams and When you need to take a nap, take a nap, take care of your body. You only have one of those and align yourself with the right people, but never give up and, and don't give up before the miracles happen because miracles happen every day. If you are looking for them, there's a story where I'm not sure you've heard of it, where the guy was digging for gold and he was three, three three feet away (laughs) from striking gold and he, he gave up. And someone else came to the same spot that he was digging and became rich and found that gold. That's one story that always sticks with me every time I feel like mm-hmm. giving up. Right. Like I could be so close, so close. So let me just take a nap. <laughs> and get right. back to it when I have the energy. Yes. And get back I, to I it. I don't have any energy left. <laughs> right. And it's okay to take a break, but do not quit. Do not nope. quit. That goal is yours. That dream is yours. It's nobody else. Right. Right. And it's only going to be yours if you keep going, stay committed, stay dedicated, stay true to yourself. Absolutely. So I thank you. Thank you so much for that. Well, Joe, where can people find you? Where are you? Where are you hiding at? I'm not, I'm not hiding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very easy to find. Uh, Joel Cleland across social media. I'm most active on Twitter. I'm at real Cleland on Twitter or at real at Joel Douglas Cleland on Twitter, but at real Cleland. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Those are the four platforms I use the most. I am active on Telegram, but if you try to find me on Telegram, I may or may not engage with you because that's kind of a, that's a fiery place, just like Twitter. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. 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 But I, I do like Telegram for this reason, because it helps people of like minds and like people that are in the same sectors to find each other. 
Telegram is great for that. Mm, okay. I so, do this sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. So if you liked what I talked about, you can look, look me up, I guess, on Telegram. All right. And how do you spell your last name? Cleland is C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D. Awesome. Give a mouth. Awesome. Well, lastly, I want to know, Joel, what is lighting you up these days? I know a lot about the things you're doing, but what's lighting up you? <laughs> I'm just enjoying the ride. <laughs> there Absolutely. are so many, there are so many cool people that I'm interacting with all over the world. And I, I would say that that the the internet age has made our world smaller in a good way. And I'm I'm just connecting with new people all the time, all over the place. And and I sometimes I I think we feel in the West, especially in the U.S., like very there's an egocentrism almost attached to it. Like you know everything that happens only happens here, but but there's a big world out there and explore it. And I'm I am, and that that gets me excited. Right, right. Constant I love exploration. It. That segregation is kind of deflating. It is. And opening up. And it's so great that social media is open or Zoom or whatever have you, whatever you, right. it is that allows you to meet people from all over the world. And I've always loved culture, but when I lived in California, mm-hmm. it was great to be in California because there was so much diversity. But now I can gather diversity at will, whenever I want. Hey, let me go talk to someone or find someone in Africa. Yep. Or or yep. today I was talking to someone from right before this this interview. From Ireland, a couple of people from Ireland. And isn't that great to be able to it's do awesome. that? It's great. Yes. And then Mexico. And yeah. it's, it's, yes, we just have this opportunity and, and to meet and learn and grow and experience and learn about other people and cultures. And I absolutely love it. So yeah, I would say, yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with you a hundred percent. That's, that, that's what gets me excited. That that's what's lighting my fire these days is the, just the connections I'm making. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll leave you with this. Mm-hmm. I, when I moved from what I was doing before running a business to becoming the CEO of a company, you know, I network, I'm a serial networker and the networking changed mm. and the networks changed because the, the type of networking I was doing before being a CEO to what I'm doing now, it's like night and day. Oh yes. The people yes. I'm trying to connect with and how can I serve you? You know, how can we connect? How can we, you know, build the world that we want to build? How can we make the world a better place together? It's just, it's different conversations and different networking. It's, it's very interesting. Yes. Yes. Strategic ne- networking. I remember going to you networking go. events where you, there'd be 200, 300 people and you give your 30 minute, 30 second elevator pitch in your business right. card and just try to work the room right. and, and left with nothing. And left with absolutely nothing. Yep. And now the connections are much stronger and more lasting and beneficial mm-hmm. to not yeah. only us, but can be for the world. Well, I thank you so much, Joe, for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I truly, truly am honored for the things that you're doing and see your growth and see how you're impacting the entire world and so many people who are involved in your growth and transformation and look forward to seeing more. Me too. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. 
Thanks for listening.